Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Today's podcast episode is all about meditation and why going against the rules really helped me learn how to meditate and how to really incorporate this into my routine. And I've shared this quite a few times, but when I first thought about meditation, I honestly thought it was like such a woo-woo thing. I had this vision of somebody sitting down with their legs crossed, with their hands kind of like in this clamped shape, like their hands are clamped together, sitting down, their legs are crossed, closing their eyes, and just like sitting there. And I'm like, that's definitely not for me. I'm like, this is such a waste of time. And, you know, in my mind, I used to be always like very busy, 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 very go, 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 go need to be productive, need to hustle, need to be doing something, right? It was very, I had a lot of masculine energy uh, within me. And if you guys don't know about the masculine and feminine energy, it has nothing to do with gender, but masculine energy is very like hustle. I got to work hard. I got to push through. And then feminine is more flowy. It's more, how do I, how do I feel? Um, what is my intuition saying? How can I just like allow things to just ebb and flow? And I was so masculine. I'm like, I don't have time to just sit there. This is not doing anything for, for me. I'm not going to be productive, right? I'm like, what's the freaking point? But when it comes down to meditation, I think a, the, a huge reason of why I personally believe a lot of people don't do it um, is because there's not this immediate feeling of making progress, right? Like there's not something that you're doing and immediately your life changes. Immediately you experience these incredible breakthroughs, right? And for me, like I said, that was kind of my kind of out of not doing meditation because I didn't see that immediate benefit But once I started to learn more about it and learning more about the science behind it and the profound effects that it had on my brain, I immediately started implementing it into my routine immediately. And, you know, I think a lot of people also think that you need to get rid of all of your thoughts right? You need to quiet your mind and there shouldn't be any any thoughts floating around your mind. 
And that was my, that was my initial thought as well, too. You know, like I said, I was very busy, busy, busy. And I would always be thinking about something. I mean, 99.9% of the time, a few years ago, I was thinking about food, but there would be other things I would be thinking about, like what's on my to-do list? What am I going to have for dinner? You know, what are my plans for tomorrow? And I couldn't really get my mind quiet, but the goal of meditation isn't to necessarily completely erase all of the thoughts in your mind. The goal of meditation is to be aware, is to be aware of the thoughts that you are having and just observe them, right? We don't have to cling on to them. We don't have to identify with them. We just need to be kind of like the loving awareness of all of those thoughts. And it is a powerful way to begin the process of just turning inwards right? Just taking a beat, taking a minute. You guys, we live in such a world where it is go, go, go all the time, right? And sometimes it feels like we're just trying to catch our breath or, you know, we've just, you know, checked off the box of one thing and then boom, we're moving on to the next thing, right? And we don't have time to be still. We don't have time to slow down for the most part, unless we actually are intentional, intentional with our time, right? And we cannot connect to our intuition if we're so busy, if we're so chaotic all the time. And essentially, we have three main ways that our our body communicates to us. Our mental pillar, so through our mind, our emotions, and then our intuition. So our minds are the first one, right? And this is where we have all of our thoughts. This is where we have all of our limiting beliefs. This is where our mind always goes to worst case scenario, right? We just overthink a lot of things for the most of us. And the second, our emotions, we can't even tap into our emotions. We can't even tap into how we feel when we're so stuck up in our head, when we're so clinged onto all of the thoughts, when we're so identified with all of the thoughts. And there's no way we can even connect to our intuition if we can't even reach the second pillar, which is our emotions, right? So again, we have the first pillar, which is our mental pillar, our thoughts, our busy, chaotic mind. And when that is so chaotic, we can't tap into our second pillar, which is our emotions, right? We we don't even know. Am I anxious? Am I sad? Am I depressed? I don't even know. And when we can't process through those emotions, when we can't allow ourselves to feel those emotions so we can heal those emotions, we can't tune into our intuition. And for the longest time, you guys, I used to be so indecisive. I used to always, always, always ask other people for advice, ask people what I should do. I would look around and see what other people were doing. And based off of what other people were doing or what other people told me I should be doing, that's what I would end up doing. A good example, tracking macros, right? I knew it wasn't for me because I was so obsessed and I could not for the life of me ever stick to my macros. And 
I would look at other people and they would be able to do it. So I just thought like I needed more motivation. I just needed to be more disciplined. I needed more willpower. And I was looking to the external world to tell me what I should be doing. When really, if I quieted the noise in my mind and I felt in my heart, like I felt the emotions that I was going through, the anxiety on a day-to-day basis, then I would have been able to hear my intuition that told me like, this is not for you. Right. And finally, I did get to that point where I was like, okay, this is obviously not for me, but it took some time. Right. Okay. Going back, I know this podcast is obviously about meditation. (laughs) So there's not one way to meditate. I thought meditation, like I said, was sitting down, legs crossed, and just that's it. That's the only way you can meditate. But you can meditate in the shower, you can meditate on a walk. You can meditate lying down while you're seated, even driving really, because meditation is all about being present, getting present in the moment and focus, focusing on the reality around you. And sometimes I'll go for a walk. I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to music, but sometimes I'll just go for a walk, no podcast, no music, no stimulus, and just look around, look at the trees. Look how beautiful the flowers are in the summer. Look at the people walking by, the buildings, the cars just driving by, and just simply be in awe of how beautiful life is. This is meditation, right? Meditating in the shower, just being so present, allowing your your mind to slow down a little bit, right? And again, the goal isn't to completely get rid of all the thoughts. But maybe you can just quiet them down for a little bit. And you can meditate with background music. You can meditate in silence, just focusing on your breath. Um, I really like guided meditations, to be honest with you. It just allows me to focus on something other than just like complete silence. That's, That's still like, it's not like a challenge for me, but I just really like the guidance. It allows me to really just drop into my body. And I usually do five to 10 minutes right? And that's okay, right? That's totally okay. That's what works for me. And there's actually a a YouTube channel. Um, It's called Great Meditation. I've recommended this to my clients. Uh, It's Great Meditation and they typically like upload a new one almost every single day and it's about five to ten minutes. Um, And it's just like a really good, a really good way to, to start your day. And remember that done is better than perfect. Sometimes I think, you know, a lot of us, and again, a lot of the times I'm speaking for myself, but I know a lot of you guys can relate to this. Well, if I don't have, you know, 10 minutes, or if I don't have 20 minutes, then what's the point of even doing one minute, right? (laughs) But done is better than perfect. Literally, while you're waiting for your eggs to cook in the morning for breakfast, that's a great opportunity for you to meditate. Okay, just obviously make sure you are being mindful of the stove. I don't want any fires happening, okay? But even when you're picking up, let's say, your kids from from school, you're in your car, just close your eyes for 30 seconds, tune inwards, right? Or get up an extra five to 10 minutes earlier to ground yourself, to set the tone for yourself while you're, you know, instead of rushing in the morning, take that time to slow down. Or even when you're drinking your cup of coffee. The other day I was eating blueberries 
And I just was like, how can I just be so present right now? How can I just be like enjoying every single blueberry? And I know it sounds so silly, but you just, it's a whole different like vibration. It's a whole different energy. Um, but I used to think like, you know, you, it had, the house needed to be completely silent. No one needed to be home. And that's just silly because the reality of that actually happening, even when it's just like my husband and I is, is pretty low, right? Of course you want to feel comfortable. Of course you want to feel safe. Um, but it might not always be practical and you're way more, you're going to get way more benefit out of doing 30 seconds, one minute than trying to, you know, wonder if you're doing it perfectly, okay? Now, for those people that might say, I try to meditate, but I can't because I just have so much going on in my mind. Here's the tough love, okay? That is when you need meditation the most. Remember, the goal is not to wipe away every single thought that you have. The goal is to be with those thoughts and just allow those thoughts to pop up and just dismiss them as like, just think about the thoughts as like cars, right? Their cars are just simply driving by. The thoughts that you think can pop up, that you can allow them to be there, but they're just starting to drift away like a car or like a cloud just kind of floating by right? And I found counting my breath really helpful. So for example, breathing in for four counts and then holding at the top for four breaths and then releasing for, you know, four to six breaths, right? Um, You can definitely do that because you're not focusing so much on those thoughts. And you guys, that's why breath work is the number one powerful tool. I personally think it's way more powerful than even meditation because with breath work, you get past that first mental pillar. Remember I told you there's your mental pillar, your emotional pillar, and your intuition. Breath work completely clears your thoughts. It completely allows you to process and feel through your emotions, and it gets you dropped in automatically to your intuition, which it like just slips right in. Like you literally just get there right away. Um, And with meditation, it's a little bit harder, but when you focus on, let's say, your breathing, that can help to allow you to focus on something else other than the mind chatter in your mind. But don't let meditation stop you from doing it because you're so busy, because you have so much on your mind. That's when you need it the most, okay? And remember how I told you, like, there's not really a immediate feeling of progressing forward. Remember that anything done repeatedly over time has tremendous benefits, right? Like think about little shit, like tying your shoe. The first time you did it, like it might not have been a big deal, but because you've done it over and over and over again, it actually was super helpful because now you can do it while you're, you know, eating a snack or while you're like in the car or you don't have to think so much about it, right? The same goes for meditation, right? The more times you do it, the easier it becomes. The more quiet your thoughts become. It's a practice. It's a daily practice. And remembering the immense amount of benefits that it has to your brain. 
meditation over time can change your prefrontal cortex. So this is actually an area of the brain where our self-control is essentially held. And meditation increases the size, it increases the thickness, and also the amount of folds in your prefrontal cortex. So think about meditation, although not having immediate benefits, just like as an exercise for your brain. The more times that you do it, the stronger your brain will become. The less impulsive you will become with food. You aren't so reactive to any situation, but rather you can take a a minute and be proactive, right? You're not so quick to snap at people. You can take a minute, you can think about it, and you can respond. You become calmer, you're more present, more mindful. You guys, I used to be very irritable. And a lot of this had to do with my my food and body struggles, of course, you know, like just would get so pissed off if, you know, I was at a restaurant and they put oil on my, on my food or, you know, there was butter on my potato. Like I would just snap. But when I started doing meditation, I realized that although things might bother me, not oil or butter anymore, but just, you know, things that maybe people say, I'm not so like, I'm not so irritable. I'm more calm. And it just feels really, really, really good. And again, you can become more decisive. You can be more in tune with your intuition, what you want to be doing versus, you know, focusing on the external world, looking for answers based off of what other people think. Um, And it really impacts your mood as well, too. Like I said, my mood has just my mood has drastically improved. I don't have these like high, high highs and these low, low lows anymore. And meditation isn't something where like, okay, you, you press play on your meditation. If you're listening to a guided meditation or you're, you know, sitting there, it's not like you only have benefits for the 30 seconds that you're doing it or the one minute that you're doing it or the five to 10 minutes that you're doing it. Meditation does impact the rest of your day. Because you're grounding yourself, you are getting into your parasympathetic nervous system and you're training yourself to be that way, be more calm, be more present, be less impulsive, have more control, even when you're not in it, even when you're not meditating. And that's why I personally like doing meditation in the morning because it just sets the foundation for my day. I ground myself, I center myself, I get in tune with myself, I, you know, connect with my higher self or whatever it is, I just quiet my mind for a little bit. And I notice a big difference on the days where I do meditate and the days where I don't, right? So don't think of it as I'm only going to get benefit for that 30 seconds or for the five minutes, you are essentially like creating a new version of yourself, one who has more control, who is less impulsive. And you can change. You know, I think for the longest time, I told myself, like, I'm just always irritable. And there was kind of like this fear of like, what if I become a calm person? (laughs) Like, what if I actually respond to like my family in a calm manner? Because you guys, I like I said, I'm not gonna lie. I was I used to be very irritable all the time and snappy. 
right? And we always do this with the people that we love the most, right? I'm sure I'm not the only one. And I like thought to myself, like, well, if I just start being really calm, like, what are they going to think? Like, they're going to be like, oh, wow, like you change. Like, it's so stupid, right? Like you can change. And think about the person that you want to be. Like, do you want to feel out of control with food? Do you want to become impulsive? Obviously not. And these are things that are, that seem so minor. Like it doesn't seem like there's no way meditation can help me to stop my binge eating. But that's probably why we're still binging because we don't think these like little things are going to change. In meditation, you guys, whew, it's, uh, it's so powerful. Like I can't even explain to you how powerful it is, but you have to believe that it's powerful. You have to believe that it's there's so many benefits because if you don't see the value, if you don't see the benefit, it won't work. Because the entire time you're sitting there in meditation, you're going to say like, this is pointless. This is stupid. This is doing nothing for me. I'm always going to struggle. You got to believe it's powerful. It does shift your brain, you guys. The science, the research of meditation is incredible. It does support you and it does and it will benefit you tremendously. Like anything, you're not going to stop your binge eating tomorrow by meditating once. You're not going to become a calm person because you've meditated once. But you do it for 15 days. You do it for 30 days. You commit to it for two months or three months. Or even if you've never meditated, maybe you commit to a week and just see. And just see how different you think and you feel and how you behave and how you respond and how you react and what your results are. It can change your life. And remember, it doesn't have to look a certain way. Okay, done is better than perfect. All right. So if you found this helpful, I would love Love, 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 love for you to rate and review the podcast, you guys. It means so much, and it just helps my message get across to more ladies who need to hear my message. And if you're also looking for more exclusive trainings on all things body image, relationship with food, food freedom, and you're actually looking for some guided meditations, I have some included inside of my free Facebook group, my private Facebook group. It's titled Ditch the Diet and and binge eating support group. I have some awesome meditations in there. I do a lot of free trainings in there. So definitely be sure to join. Again, the group is called, you can just search on Facebook under groups, ditch the diet and end binge eating support group. And I will leave the link down below in the show notes as well too. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you will really take this podcast to heart and start meditating, start changing your brain, start changing your life because it will make a difference. So thank you guys so, so, so much. And I will see you guys in the next episode.